All right, I have also started recording, so you just let me know when you're ready. Yep, I'm ready to go. Okay, cool. <clears throat> you ready? I'm born ready, motherfucker. Yep. All right. Yep, let's go. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another fantastic episode of Teachy Yarns. I don't know if it's going to be fantastic yet. See, I, I kind of think that you're trying to pump things up. It's kind of like MasterChef. You know when they say, they bring out a dish and they say, what are you made? And they say, they say things like, I've made a really lovely lamb cutlet yeah. with a beautiful glaze on it. Yeah. Now, you know, they're trying, to, they're, they're trying to write the script before they've actually tasted it. So when you say another exciting episode, another wonderful episode, kind of feel like you're doing a MasterChef on that. That was a good analogy. Well done, B-Rye. But this is mm. part two of B-Rye's education journey. Yeah, I didn't think there'd be a whole episode in it. Mind you, there really wasn't. It's just us talking shit. But Well, what else do you think this podcast is? Yeah, good point. It literally is good point. an old man and his son talking shit. I know. Under the guise of teacher yarns. Yes, with an edu- people can people can actually write this off as professional development. They can if they listen to it. If they if yeah. they listen to this, guys, if you're a teacher, if, if you're a teacher, you can write this off as professional development. Put that in your put that in your um, what is it? The professional development uh, tool toolkit. Oh, yeah, that little thing. I don't even know if they still do it because I used to look at it and think. This isn't going to last. Yeah. You, well, you had to justify being a teacher by filling in what professional devel- development you did every yeah, year. Yeah, all that, all that shit. That's interesting, though, because, like, I know we're going to go into your education journey in a second, but that's yeah. interesting. Uh, t- uh, substitute teachers had to do the same thing. We had, to, yeah. we had to keep up a certain amount of professional development and all that sort of stuff. And what I was thinking... In order to keep, in order to keep your registration valid. But do the, do the um, bigwigs... Do the big wigs have to do any professional development? Do they have to? Mate, I don't know. I never got that far. I never got that high up. Because I mean, the ones the ones that are making decisions about the classroom, I think they should have to do. No. I think they should no, have. No, 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 no. If we've got to do professional development, I think those guys mm-hmm. should have to do at least an hour in the classroom each week, just to keep relevant. Hey, I don't know. I think I think we should put that idea forward. Well, oh. well, we are making we're making some inroads. Yeah. We, I mean, everyone is talking about the Teacher Yarns yeah. podcast in education circles. True. Everyone, true, being the uh, three friends you've got. True. I think we've um, just on an aside there too. I think we've had a fair bit of impact. Remember Stuart Robert? I'm going to say yes. He was the guy that said that the reason Australia's sliding down the academic scales was because we had dud teachers. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Oh, jeez, I remember you. Yeah, you kicked off. Yeah. Yeah. He's re- he's resigned. Has he? Yeah, he's out now. He's not doing politics anymore. Do you think the Do you think the boys had something to do with it? I don't, you know, I don't like to brag, but he used that old chestnut, wants to spend more time with the family. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, God. No. You reckon I'm not buying it? You're not buying it. You reckon? Not be, buying be, it. I think he got. He's starting to get pressure from above. Okay. Well, I think I think Teacher Yarns <clears throat> is probably starting to tighten the screws. Do you know? I had a conversation mm. with a few of my mates. I think I spoke about the, a few of the um, ladies that I worked with up in Lockhart, and yep. a few of them have moved up into like bigger positions and things like that. And I asked yeah. them why they. I'd love to get them on here, but I asked them why they think. Um, 
I don't know, people that... And obviously, not all people in positions of power are crap. In fact, I'd say most of them are very, very good. However, there are ones... We've got to be good to get there. In the to- first yeah, place. totally. But yeah. ones that... Basically, what uh, what they said is people that can't teach get pushed into these other like administrational positions, okay. and then from there they climb the ladder in these administrative roles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I'd, I'll I'll push back there because some of the the best teachers I've I've known have actually moved up the ladder, and they're yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying job. all of them. I'm just saying, I no, said some. I, I said some, Beirai. You're not listening again. All right. I, no. You know, you get the, like the wankers at the top that haven't even spent... Sometimes I've met yeah, some teachers. I know what you're saying. Some t- yeah. teachers that have spent like a, a, a six months in the classroom yeah. and then they've already automatically shot up to like a, a vice principal yeah, role. And you're just like, what the... F- how did you get there? Yeah, gotcha. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I have to agree with that. It's... um. I mean, it's not a big, it's not a, it's not a lot of them, but anyway. No, but I, I just want to be included. I just want teachers to be included in all these decisions that they're throwing around left, right, and centre, because the national curriculum version nine is coming out. Ah, version nine. It's like an iPhone. It's almost caught it up is. to the iPhones. It has. <laughs> I don't know what this one's going to entail, but... That's funny, it's I version 9. You, and it's all, it, it genuinely has almost caught up to the iPhones and it's been out way less time. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I don't know what this one's... It's kind of like opening your, your presents at Christmas time. Yeah. You, you, you open it up with all the best of intentions and you rip the paper open, you find it's another fucking pair of socks. Be oh, right. Jesus. Another metaphor. Look at this. Oh, no, look. You've I'm... been keeping these in the back pocket? What's going on? No, no, they're just flowing out. It's kind of, I'm kind of like a Yoda. Just off the top of, sort of come to me. Off the top of the dome. You're like, you're like B Rabbit yeah. in 8 Mile. I oh, know. You have no, Id- yeah, you have no idea I... what that reference is, do you? No. Yeah, didn't think so. That's all right. B Right. Yeah. I think it's time to get into B Rye's educational journey, right. part okay. two. Oh, did you want to keep going on something else? No, no, no. That was all. Now I finished my rent. Fe- finished my rent. Well, okay. Because. Uh, oh, you, yeah. oh, no. Go on. Go on. Finish it it's, off. It's. No, it's just more of the same. I've. I don't know. I just think that the best teachers are frustrated as hell. And. And people aren't asking them, why are you so frustrated? Or if they do, they tell them, well. Part of the job, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm, and it's not just one. You know, it's it's pretty much across the board. Most teachers I talk to now are going. Yeah, you know, I'm tired. I'm really, really tired. Hopefully, and, hopefully yeah. it'll it'll get better. Things are changing. Yeah. I think. I'd say. Um, yeah, right. Let's get yeah. on to B Rise Educational Journey Part Two. Right. Okay. So we we finished off. Well, we were bouncing around primary school, and and I'm I'm lying in bed last night, and I'm thinking. Holy shit! You know, I had some. I've got some really, really good memories of primary school, but um, is this? They're good memories for me. You know, when they say the school school's the best years of your life. Yeah. Seriously, right? Yeah. I look back there, and I look back on those days, and I think, wow, I had the best time at school. That's um, good. Apart from getting the shit flogged out of me. That's but, that's good to hear. Um, looking across at your spawn, best years of your life were when you were a kid, not when you had kids. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Yeah. Fair enough. You were nothing but worry. Yeah. No, I get that. Oh, Dad, I've just been arrested. What for? Oh, wearing a kilt to the Melbourne Cup day. Oh, Dad, I've just been arrested. What for? Oh, carrying beer when I was underage. Jeez, man. That was, you know that was Michael Colvin's beer, and he threw yeah. me under the bus. Oh, no, it wasn't your fault. It actually wasn't that one. <laughs> um, listen. Yeah. Um, no, but well, I, me- before, I, me- before I remember you... saying to your mother. Yeah, before you start carrying on, aren't I meant yeah. to be the interviewer, or are you going to direct this one as well? I just wanted to fill in a little blank. Oh, okay. Fill in the blank. We're talking about primary school and high school, and and what a great time I had at school. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realise it until I left school, though. It was so good. That's like most. You can't things. wait to get out of school. Yeah. And I think that's something that's that's uh, still relevant with kids. They can't wait to get out of school. Yeah. But once you're out of school and you're looking back, you go, know, "Geez, that was good." But I said to your mother a while ago, or some time ago now, I said, listen, when we retire, yeah. how about we move back to Kilcoy? Because all my great childhood memories are of Kilcoy. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Small country town, everybody knew her. Yeah. Everybody else. Yeah. She stops and thinks for a while and says to me, I'd miss you. <laughs> <laughs> she, I'd miss you. I'd miss yeah, you. Yeah, she's not going. Well, so. and you, I think you spoke to someone and they said it's not the same anymore, obviously. Yeah, it's it's not. You know, everyone's, everything's changed. Yeah. A lot of the people that were there have moved on. Yeah. And it's not the same, so. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. No, so we're staying here on the sunny coast. There you go. Oh, that you've heard it here first. Guys, B-Rai and Kami are staying on the sunshine <laughs> coast. You selling yet? You're yeah. going to sell the house? No. Good. If I do, I'm just going to roll around the money because house prices are ridiculous at the moment. Yeah, I know. But um, yeah. no, no, hold, ask me some questions. Hold on to it. Hold on to it so um, I can get a, thir- a third of it. <laughs> I can finally afford a house. All right, hold on. Before I start the questions, be right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I went to the bathroom before this, but I got to do a poo. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah, it just it came on. You you don't say. I'm on eighteen percent now, so you better hurry yeah, up. Yeah, well, you, you know, you don't say like, oh, really? Like you don't know how it happens. It just happens sometimes. This is a this is a gripe that I have with teachers when they're like, why didn't you go at lunchtime? It's like because sometimes. Go on, have just... a shit. I'm on seventeen percent. Seventeen percent. All right, let's do it. Stop the clock. Time. Gee, that was a good one. It's quick. I know. Oh, are you going to ask me some questions or what? Of course what? I'm going to ask you some questions. All right, be right. Oh, okay. So we finished yeah. at high school and everyone, honestly, the emails have been coming in. <laughs> no, they haven't because they haven't put this out yet. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, we wouldn't have put it out yet. But the emails, <laughs> don't break the magic. Don't break the magic. No one gives a shit. No one gives a shit, be right. Um, you, but you left us on a cliffhanger. A real cliffhanger. It was B-Rai, grade 10. He finished grade 10 and he was off to the Air Force. Did I mention that I was school captain? Are you serious? I did, didn't I? I just wanted to in case. Did you not remember that? <laughs> yeah, I did. Big dog. I remember telling you we got we all got flogged. B-Rai got the, B-Rai was school captain and there was a, another, Lynn was the other school captain. Yep, that's right. And yeah, I remember you telling us a whole heap of other other stories that were yeah. All right. Okay. They were fantastic. But hey, look, I'm going to ask you about this. Yeah. You said you were going to jump around because you said you yeah. had a few thoughts about like primary school and that sort of thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I think yeah. I think you're correct in uh, you don't realise it until afterwards 
because all the stuff that was the hardest hardest things in my life, like up north traveling, all these really really tricky things, like things that were were tough at the time. Mm. You look back and you're yeah. like, yeah, that was a hundred percent the best the best time ever. Oh. You know, when they say that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger and adversity is, is, is such a powerful thing. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, later on, I'll tell you about when I first joined the Air Force and how bad that was. Well, that's what we're, about, that's and, what we're up to. No, we're not. We haven't finished high school yet. I'm, all right, let's finish high school then. I thought you'd finished high school. We got up to high school oh. and we finished it. All right, finish high no, school. See, I'm, I'm just jumping around and I'm, I'm turning to my mother. Because yeah. every time I go and see mum in the aged care home, I'd put the phone on. And she'd tell me something else and she'd jump back. She'd go from when she first got married yeah. back to when she was a little girl at school, back to after um, I was born. And she'd bounce all over the place. All right. Well, that's all right. You can bounce around. Be right. This is B-Rise okay. episode. This is B-Rise episode part two. This is something This is something only old people will um, will know about. But when I played sport at school, in primary school, yeah. loved my sport, loved cricket and footy yeah. and swimming. Yeah. When I played, they used to have weight divisions. Okay. Now, you probably don't believe this looking at me now. Yeah. Trim, taut, and terrific. But I was always too heavy to play in the representative football side. I can only ever play in the school side. You had to be under eight stone. Why? What was the thinking there? Oh, I have no idea. Under eight stone. Do you know what a stone is? No one does anymore. It's 14 pounds in the stone. 14 pounds. So that's seven yeah. kilos. So about seven kilos. Seven, six, six kilos. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and I was, I jumped on the scales and I'm eight stone six or something. So that's only like 50 kilos. Yeah, I was a big boy. You know, I was, I was, I was very solid still. Yeah. And with a little bit of paunch as well. Thick, thick legs. But I, yeah. (laughs) Big bones. Big bones. But it, it really was embarrassing to me. And, and I remember saying to mum, this is body shaming. I remember saying to mum then, I got to lose weight. Really? And I'm yeah, and I'm probably I'm probably ten years old. Shit. Yeah. So I started running and eating nothing and what have you, so that I could make this uh, eight stone limit. Did you make it? No. I got down to eight stone two. Yeah. I still remember this, and I'm standing on the scales, and they go, and the teacher just looked at me and go, "No, nah, get off." Damn. And I mean, you know, that wouldn't have made any difference at all, but. And I'm thinking about because I didn't eat the night before. I didn't eat that day. I didn't eat anything. I'm I'm down to eight stone too. Yeah. And I'm running to school and I'm running home, but it still didn't make any difference. Shit. Yeah, and it was really, really, really strict. I think they're talking about introducing weight divisions now for a lot of school sports because you get some of these um, Pacific Island kids. Oh, the big island. I was just thinking the Islanders. Yeah. They're, they're, and they're, oh, gee, they're, they're big boys. Solid yeah. as fuck. Well, the, the, the yeah. NRL is full of the Islander boys that are just big, big, yeah. big boys, solid muscle. But that always, I could always play in the school teams. Yeah. The like um, at school, but I could never make, I could never play in the representative sides, which was which kind of is this smashed is this an, a roundabout the way of you telling me that you never played rep. You never made the rep. Oh, God. You never made I never the rep. Made the rep side anyway. Do you think? I was going to say, would you have made the rep side if you were eight stone as well? No, <laughs> no. but I, I, I would have liked to go onto the trials, is what I'm saying. Oh, be, poor little be poor little tubby be Speaking about that, then we're going on the tuck shop. <laughs> oh, t- oh, did you? Yeah, that's a good no. question. Did you have tuck shop at school? 
We did, uh, and it was Spartan. We had tuck shop one day a week. Yeah. And my mum would give me two shillings. Okay. Which was about 20 cents. Yeah. And with that, you could buy a roll, and it was like a mince roll or a salad roll. Okay. And they were the flaming best. They were so good. Really? And you could buy a cup of cordial, but nobody did because that cost you tuppence, I think, two pennies for a cup of cordial. Yeah. And it came in a plastic cup and you had to bring the cup back. <laughs> but, we, but when they took the cup back, and I used to watch them because mum used to do the tuck shot, yeah. I'd watch them, they'd bring the cup back and they just fill it up for the next kid. No way. <laughs> yeah. They didn't, they didn't even, rinse them or wash them or anything. They didn't even wipe yeah. them like the chalice at church. Yeah, and we also had uh, milk days. Yeah, hold on, weren't you the years and years ago? Some genius, I think he, I think he probably owned a dairy farm or something, but he decided that all primary, all school kids should have milk every day. Yeah, so every kid was entitled to, I don't know, it was this tiny little bottle of milk, mm. and they deliver it in the morning. Yeah, and they'd sit there until ten o'clock when when morning when first uh, little lunch was. Damn. Sucking in the sun's health-giving rays. Yeah, curdling. And then, then you'd get this, you'd get to drink this milk that was warm and <laughs> started to curdle. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a part of school and every kid, the rich kids used to bring in Quick or um, the really rich kids used to bring in Milo. Fuck, what, and mix it in with the... To, and mix it in with the, with, with the milk, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Myla, um, are you telling me what? But that's a memory that I see. I don't even know how many people will remember that because that's that's going way back into the sixties. I'm kind of guessing if anyone is listening to a podcast, if any, I don't know if I don't know if your generation knows how to listen to podcasts, but I <laughs> don't think they do. <laughs> unless unless TGRs is on the AM radio, I think we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> we might make the ABC. Hey, yeah, the AB, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Put, put put us on uh, what landline or something like that. Yeah. So that's oh, we even had a couple of kids that rode horses to school. Oh, really? So and leave their horses in the paddock. Yeah, they'd come from the farm areas, ride the horses, leave their horses in the paddock. Yeah, <sighs> that rules. Back in the old days. Yeah. Righto. Move on. Move on. High school. Well, that's that's where I thought you were going. High school. We so you you oh. were the you were the school captain. Yeah. School captain at high school. Um, we, we sort of got to high school. So what, Yeah. Okay. we, we got to high school cause I remember you failed. So what happened? You were grading grade eight and then grade nine and 10, you yeah, failed. Grade nine crashed and, and you told me about your, I had a, a really good teacher, John Burt, who, who offered the tutor me pulled, and pulled you out of the fire. Pretty much. Pardon? Pulled you out of the fire. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much got my marks up and I'm, I'm going to. Then I, I don't even know whether I thanked him, but you know I'm, I've always been eternally grateful yeah. for for him doing that extra work with me because that pretty much that's the only reason I would have got into the air force. Otherwise, it was into the sawmill or the abattoirs. So, so how did you get into the air force? What was the application process? Well, see, I didn't know what I wanted. I was like most fifteen-year-olds. I didn't or fourteen-year-olds. I didn't know what I wanted to do when I left school. Had no idea. No, 18-year-olds really and, do. That's true. Yeah, I didn't have anything on the radar. I remember Dad coming home one day from work and he's saying, he said to me, I was talking to this guy down the pub. Yeah. And he's actually in the Air Force. And he was telling me that they've got this 
apprenticeship scheme where they take boys, it was only boys, yeah. from 15 years of age, and you do a three-year apprenticeship in the Army, the Navy, or the Air Force. Yeah. And after the three-year apprenticeship, you you continue on in, the, in that um, area of the Defence Force for another six years. Yep. So you're basically in there for nine years. And he said, you know, how does that sound? And I thought, well, you know, I really don't know. And I was, I guess I was led by him fairly strongly. Yeah. He said, you know, I think it would be good. So I said, well, you think it's going to be good? I'll give it a crack. Yeah. So I did. And I still remember getting the letter. And it was like that episode in Billy Elliot. You know where he gets a letter? Yeah. And I get home and mum's, mum must have rung dad or something because he was at home as well. Yeah. I get home from school. And there's this letter sitting on the kitchen table. Yeah. And I walked in and walked past it and they said, oh, there's a letter here for you. And I I was terrified of opening it because I knew what it was because it had yeah. um, Royal Australian Air Force on the yeah. front. And so I I'm, I'm, took the letter to my room and I opened it in my room on my own. Yeah. And, and it said that you have been successful in uh, applying for... Um, the Royal Australian Air Force apprenticeship scheme, and you need to come down to Brisbane to do all the, the you know, the stick, stick your finger up your bum and um, medical and psychological tests and that sort of thing. Yeah, right. And I was, I didn't know what to say. I, I walked out and told mum and dad. Mum and dad were, well, dad was dad. Dad, you know, ruffled the hair and put, well, we're on your well done, well, well done, son. Mum was all over me like a rat. Was she? Yeah, I'm so proud yeah, of she you. She said, oh, I'm so proud of you. And, and then that was it. So I joined the air. We actually left then to um, at the the very beginning of the next year. So so to go down to Melbourne. So you finished grade ten. Did you not? Did finish grade ten? Did you know we you... didn't graduate or anything? We didn't have a. We had a speech night, which was, you know, fairly mundane, but you know, I, I guess it was as big as they got in those days. Um, and then I just. Played cricket and because I was still playing cricket then, yeah. And played cricket and went swimming and went fishing until over the school holidays, until early in January, where we all had to turn up at uh, recruiting to go down to to head down to Melbourne. I, I mean, be right. I hate to say this, but there might have to be a part three. We won't do it next week. Part three. Yeah. No. Okay. No. But guys, I'm on holidays in Vietnam. I'm leaving to go to the airport in. Literally two hours. Oh, really? Shit. Yeah. All right, send it to me. Um, but yeah, so BRI is probably going to edit this one. We'll see. I might. I'll be. Yeah. I'll be uh, drinking a mojito in uh, Ho Chi Minh. Don't take your boogie board. Good, nice joke, BRI. I don't get it. Um, I won't. I won't, guys. Right. That was BRI part two. Maybe, yeah. maybe uh, to be continued because you've. The next, well, we're not going to, probably the next episode, we're going to get someone else on probably and have a, have a yarn. But yeah, you need to finish, wrap this up because, well, maybe we could do part three because you're up to... Oh, look, let, let's just play it by ear. But I, I might actually try and get an old Air Force mate on to come and talk on it and, and you know, talk about what, what it was like. That, because yeah, was, absolutely. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, that's it's all part of education. Cool. Now... Uh, but part three, you're going to have to talk about your um, your time at the childcare centre as a childcare centre director. How you got out of the air force? Yeah, you're going. 
Don't yeah. don't say okay. yep when you weren't listening to me. I saw you your eyes leave the camera then. You weren't even listening. <laughs> Be right. Uh, eyes one, two, three, eyes on me. Now listen. <laughs> And I guess that's going to be part three for, for B.R.I.'s educational journey. I don't know if people right. are liking this. We can do that. Who knows? We'll do another one. Who cares? Right. It's our podcast. We can do the fuck we want. I can see you're checked out. You've finished. That's it. I'm done. I'm spent. Yeah. All right. Go have your dinner. Do whatever. They're, I can hear him clattering around downstairs anyway. Yeah. All right. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for Thanks listening. Thanks for listening, to, everybody. To, if you have got this far, thank you very much for making this far. b Rise bullshit. b Rise education yeah. journey part two. Uh, guys, I'm going to be in Vietnam. All right. Take, take Don't carry anybody's bag for them. Oh, fuck me. I won't. Thank okay. you, b Thanks for the heads up. Right. Um, oh, I've got to send you my um, uh, travel insurance as well, just in case. Something happens, yeah. right? Thanks, everybody. Uh, follow right, thanks us. For follow us. On right. t- Talk to you next time. Are you serious? Love you, mate. Bye. What are you doing? We're going. No, we're not. Follow us at Teacher Yarns oh, right. on Instagram. <laughs> Teacher Yarns on Facebook. And B-Rai, where do they email you at? Teacher Yarns at gmail.com. All right. You can fuck off now. Teacher Yarns on Instagram and Teacher Yarns yeah. on Facebook. Well done, B-Rai. You can piss off now. <laughs> thanks, everyone. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.